What is up, guys? Welcome to episode 36 of Beef's Beef. I uh, got a pretty good amount on the docket today. Uh, sorry I've been absent for so long. Uh, I think it's been about a week. Uh, I, I know I told you guys I'd get back to doing my two a week, and uh, I promise you this week I will get back to doing that. This will be my first one of the week. Uh, like I said, though, pretty good amount to talk about since the last time we, uh, I guess we could say, I can't really say we spoke because really I'm the only one that talks. Which, you listen to me, so I guess you kind of dig it. So, uh, First thing, uh, Chris Mack finally uh, finalized his staff. Uh, much as we expected, he brought Luke Murray and Mike Begeese from Xavier. Uh, and then, uh, like I told you guys last week, uh, did finalize a deal with Dino Gaudio. Uh, Mike Begeese and Luke Murray, like I said, did coach with him at Xavier. Uh, Dino Gaudio most recently at ESPN, and then before that he was at Wake. Uh, I like it. I like the staff. Uh, bring a little bit of uh, new and old school. Uh, Gaudio had a pretty good record while he was at uh, Wake Forest. Coach Chris Mack when he was at Xavier. So, I mean, they definitely have some familiarity there. So that's always good. And another big thing that he brought up was I don't have to coach any of the coaches, which is um, a great thing to to already have in the fold where you're not going to have to say, hey, this is what we do, their system, blah, blah, and coach the coaches along with the players. So I'm looking forward to uh, basketball season. Uh, I don't want to skip over football season, but, I mean, I think just like most of the people in this area, uh, you know, I'm basketball crazy all the time. I love basketball. Uh, speaking of basketball, um, the ACC schedule was released for Louisville today. Uh, pretty interesting schedule. It's going to be a little bit tough, though. Uh, I think Chris Mackle had the team ready. Uh, I'm not sure how many of you guys saw the picture that Stephen Enoch tweeted the other day. We do have everybody back that we that we thought we would have back, um, except for maybe one, which I'll get to here in a little bit. But just going into... You know, the 18, 18 ACC games that, that Louisville will have, um, they will play home-and-home home with Virginia, North Carolina, Boston College, and Pittsburgh. Uh, Boston College and Pittsburgh should both be four easy wins. Pittsburgh's going to be, I can't believe I'm going to say it, probably worse than last season. Uh, I mean, they definitely have an upgrade in the coaching side, but, I mean, half their players left, if not more than that. Uh, Boston College lost their two, should be losing their two leading scorers. I'll have to check on that for sure. Uh, North Carolina will be tough as always. Virginia will be tough as always. So, um, that's our that's our four home and homes. Uh, the home schedule just where we only play a home home game against them. We have Clemson, Duke, Miami, NC State, and Notre Dame. And then the road games we have uh, Florida State. Georgia Tech, uh, Syracuse, Virginia Tech, and Wake, along with the other ones that were uh, that I said just a minute ago. So, if you're looking at if, at home games, you're looking at Virginia, North Carolina, Boston College, Pittsburgh, Clemson, Duke, Miami, NC State, Notre Dame, uh, Kentucky, and uh, I can't remember if we have anybody else for sure scheduled already. Uh, we played Indiana at home, so we should be playing in Assembly Hall this year. Um, and then road games, you have Virginia, North Carolina, Boston College, Pittsburgh, 
uh, Florida State, Georgia Tech, Syracuse, Virginia Tech, Wake Forest. So it'll be tough. Um, it, yeah, it'll definitely be tough. I, it does say that um, the ACC tournament does move back down to Charlotte, which I'm kind of bummed about. I like the being up in New York. I don't know. It's just because, I, I don't know, I like the old Big East days where, you know, everything was played in New York, but who who knows? Maybe it'll, maybe it'll get moved back there again in the future. Uh, that remains to be seen. But uh, like I was just speaking about, we did uh, find out yesterday that uh, Dingadell did uh, keep his name in the draft. Um, it didn't really surprise me. I know it surprised a lot of people. Um I don't know. I just I don't know if it's a family thing, or if he was just ready to be done with with Louisville. Or now nah, I'm not gonna say done with Louisville. Done with college life after just the ups and downs that he's had since he's been here, uh, coaching wise, the the scandals and stuff like that, which he really had nothing to do with. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I'm a little surprised to see him say. And again, this is not a, a knock on him. Uh, I just like my, myself, just like uh, pretty much every uh, NBA draft thing, I don't really see him as an NBA player. Uh, too many inconsistencies. I think he has a, I think he definitely had the potential to do it. I just, I basically what I'm saying is, is he says he's keeping his name in the NBA draft. I, I wish Dingadell nothing but the best. Uh, we'll definitely miss his scoring. I mean, he did average 15 points a game last year, uh, scored in double digits. 30, 31 times out of 36 games. Um, it does kind of suck, though, because he did finish his career with 998 points. Um, would have been pretty cool to see him have 1,000. Uh, I know we're up there with North Carolina. I would have to I'll have to check and see, you know, who has the most. I feel like I feel like North Carolina has the most right now, but I feel, it seems to be going or it seems to go, uh, you know, both ways every time. I think – he would have been Louisville's seventieth, um, so I would have to, I'd have to look up and see exactly how many, uh, how many, what is it? How many thousand point scores North Carolina has in their, in their history? Which, uh, the reason I'm bringing North Carolina up is because Louisville and North Carolina are the two leaders, um, which may surprise some people, but. Uh, Let's see. They have. Well, this isn't. This was last updated in two thousand and eight, so that's not really going to help me. Uh, I'm not sure. I'll have to find that and bring that bring that info to another. Uh, to another episode, but I know we have we would have had seventy had he scored two more points. Um, but I wish Dingadell nothing but the best. Um, I'm not gonna bash on him, but I, I don't know. I, I'm not gonna say too much about it other than I wish him nothing but the best, and uh, I hope he proves myself and everybody else wrong that you know he's not gonna be a good pro because at the at the moment with his turnover difficulties and his inconsistency on the defensive end and lack of rebounding until he really got called out, I don't really see a spot for him on an NBA roster. But who knows? I've been wrong before. I'll be wrong again, so let, let's let's see what what kind of happens there. Um, we since also since we last spoke, we uh, Louisville has been looking some more into the 
uh, graduate transfer route. Uh, we have a also we we stopped recruiting um, Courtney Ramey. We also obviously stopped recruiting Anthony Simons, but Anthony Simons kind of made that decision for us when he decided to declare for the NBA draft. What a what a kid that would be to have if we could get Anthony Simons. Uh, but I think it was Friday. Uh, Chris Mack did mention Courtney Ramey's name, which for those of you that know, he is not allowed to not allowed to say the name of a person that he is recruiting. So uh, that pretty much he. I mean, he said, "I'm not." Um, I'm not recruiting him anymore. So I wish Courtney Ramey the best. I wish it, it was here in a Louisville uniform because it definitely seemed like he wanted to be here. Uh, I mean, he did release his top ten Thursday, and I think Louisville was still on it. Or I know Louisville was still on it. I just can't remember what day. Uh, I can't remember what day it was he released it exactly. But um, some guys that we are looking at are some grad transfers. Uh, one of them being Mike Cunningham out of uh, South Carolina Upstate. Not really very many numbers that really blow you out of the water. Only averaged just over 13 points a game. Shot about 38% from the three-point line. Uh, just over 40 from the field. So, I mean, like I said, nothing that's really going to blow you away or anything like that. But uh, the guy that I'm still really high on is Zach Johnson from Florida Gulf Coast. Um uh, I really, really hope we can get him in the fold. I think we get him in. The, I think we get him, and um, you know, there's a. We're right now. It says we're going after Mike Cunningham, who is a guard. All of them are guards. Are the ones that I see. Uh, Mike Cunningham, who's a guard from USC Upstate. Zach Johnson, who is a guard from Florida Gulf Coast. Uh, Joseph Chartuni, I guess. Char, I think it's Chartuni from Fordham who's also a guard in Texas A&M, Corpus Christi, uh, Hod Amin. So definitely some interesting names to, to kind of keep your ear out for. Uh, Zach Johnson's the one that I really want. If you haven't seen him play, look up some videos on him. The kid can play. Uh, I don't know. I, I kind of wonder what we're going to do. I know they they did have Dino Gaudio on the, uh, on the Ramsey and Rutherford show, I believe. And he did say something pretty interesting about how uh, Louisville's going to go. Louisville's going to go the graduate transfer route, obviously, uh, and try to get. Uh, I'll just read you the exact quote that I saw. Um, that way, you guys can kind of get what he's saying. Gaudio said the staff is focusing on grad transfers, but they have to be ACC caliber, like Damian Lee and Trey Lewis. Says if they can't get can't land that type of player, they also have two or three class of 2018 recruits still in play. That was a quote from uh, Mike Rutherford. Uh, I'm guessing he was on their radio show today. Um, it makes you wonder what 2018 recruits do they still have in the fold that they're going to go after. Um, Romeo's out of the picture. Said that he's not changing his list. Uh, we just ruled out Ramey. Uh, Simons has gone to the NBA. I mean, I don't know. I don't know who he's talking about, but I'd really, really, really like to know. Um, it doesn't look like they've really even, uh, doesn't look like they've even contacted anybody else, but who knows? Uh, 
it's gonna be it's gonna be an interesting couple of weeks. Uh, I believe signing day does start tomorrow. Yeah, signing day starts tomorrow. So I mean, it could be an interesting couple of days, just to kind of see what happens. So keep an eye out for everything, and and, and you know, shoot me a message. Tell me who you guys think. Maybe maybe you guys are hearing something I'm not. Uh, but I don't know. Right now, if I had to guess, I'd say we get Cunningham. I'd say we get Johnson. And I don't know. I don't. After that, I don't really know. But I think we get those two for sure. Uh, especially Cunningham. Cunningham, I feel like really wants to be here. He set Louisville as his last visit after Oklahoma, Oklahoma State. And he's already visited Tulane, so uh, I think there's another one that he's visiting as well, but I can't remember who it is. Uh, but he's already visited Tulane, like I said. So moving to some professional ranks, uh, the NBA playoffs uh, do start soon. The last day of the regular season is tomorrow. Uh, some big games uh, as far as uh, the Western Conference go. The Eastern Conference uh, playoffs are already set in stone. Uh, you do have a big matchup last day of the season, the Minnesota Timberwolves and the Denver Nuggets play, which it's essentially winner-take-all. Um, it's going to be pretty interesting to see. I'll be cheering for the Timberwolves strictly for the fact that i got a good buddy, John Iacono, who's a big Timberwolves fan. Uh, it'd be cool to see them in the playoffs. And plus it sucks because the only reason that they're in the position that they're in right now is because they lost Jimmy Butler to that injury for so long. Um, you gotta wonder whether, or you don't gotta wonder. You gotta say that if they didn't lose him, they're definitely in that third spot. Uh, I mean, I definitely say they win over fifty games if he's playing. If he's playing, uh, I mean, they're six and four in their last ten games, and he just came back uh, a game or two ago. So, if he did come back two games ago, I mean, they're two. They've won their last two. So, uh, Timberwolves, Nuggets play the last game of the season. The Eastern Conference has already uh, already has all their playoff teams. Uh, still, some still could be some shuffling. Uh, the Sixers have two games left. If they lose their next two, which I don't see that happening, I'd say they play it out and try to try to you know really set in that uh, set in that three seed. Uh, if the Cavs lose one game, it's over. If they win one, if if they both win. Uh, I'll have to see who has the tiebreaker. I'm not exactly sure, um, but if, if they if they do end up doing that, we'll just we'll go read down the. Uh, let's just say the standings stay the stay the way they are. Raptors won, uh, 59 and 22 record. Uh, two seed would be the Celtics at 54 and 26, uh, but they're definitely not the same Celtics team. Losing Kyrie for the season. Gordon Hayward's still out with his injury, so it's really just young guys getting a lot of experience for next season, it seems like, which could bode well for them next season and moving forward because, um, I mean, you don't really know what's going to happen uh, once Kyrie comes back next season. They get Gordon Hayward, and then they have all these young guys that are battle-tested in the playoffs already. Man, that's that's kind of scary to think of next season. The three seed at 50-30, and 30, the Philadelphia 76ers. The four seed at 50-31, and 31, um, Cleveland Cavaliers, five seed, forty-eight and thirty-three. Indiana Pacers, six seed. Milwaukee Bucks, forty-four and thirty-seven. Uh, seven seed. Miami Heat, forty-three and thirty-eight. And your Wizards are your eight seed at forty-two and thirty-eight. Now the Wizards, I put kind of in the same categories. I put the Timberwolves. 
there's no telling how good how much better they would have been had they not lost Wall for I think two months, something like that. He was gone for a while. Um, there's no telling. I mean, they may have been up in that 50 game range and pushed the, the Cavs back. Uh, let's just say they do. Let's just say they take that four seed away from the Cavs. That's a tough four or five series. Uh, the Raptors are going to have their hands full with the with the Wizards in the first round. Um, I mean, I know the Wizards could still move up. If I'm the Raptors, I kind of hope they do. I, I kind of, if I'm the Raptors, I kind of hope that the Wizards move up and the Heat drop down because I would much rather play the Heat than I than I would the Washington Wizards. Um, Western Conference. Let's just say this stays the way it is because. The Timberwolves aren't going to move up, I don't believe. Um, I don't know if they have a tiebreaker with uh, OKC or not, but I think they're stuck in that eight seed. Uh, so let's just say it stays the way it is. You got the Rockets at one, 64 and 16. The Warriors 58 and 23 at the two seed. Uh, surprise here, the Portland Trailblazers 48 and 33 as the three seed. The four seed, Utah Jazz 47 and 33. Uh, five seed. That's an even bigger surprise to me is the Utah Jazz uh, losing um, Gordon Hayward, but maybe gaining gaining maybe the Rookie of the Year, which I'm also going to be talking about here in just a minute, the Rookie of the Year race, um, and Donovan Mitchell. But then you have the five seed New Orleans Pelicans, 47-34. The San Antonio Spurs, which just pushed their playoff uh consecutive record to uh, the drinking age of 21 uh, 47 and 34 the Oklahoma City Thunder the seven seed at 47 and 34 and then uh, either the Nuggets or the Timberwolves who are both at 46 and 35 at the eight so like I said I, I will be pushing for the Timberwolves I do kind of want the Timberwolves to win uh, I got a good buddy that that is a good that is a fan of them so that is who I will be cheering for Let's hope for my buddy John Iacono that the Timberwolves do step it up, get the W tomorrow in the winner-take-all game against the Nuggets because it will be pretty interesting to see those playoff matchups. Um, the last thing I'm going to talk about today we is the big de- is the big debate that's going on in the NBA, which is the Rookie of the Year debate. Who are you taking, Ben Simmons from the Philadelphia 76ers or Louisville's own Donovan Mitchell for the Utah Jazz. Now, I, I'm i not one of those people that's going to be a homer when it comes to this and say, oh, it's got to be Donovan Mitchell just because I'm a Louisville fan and I love Donovan Mitchell. I do love Donovan Mitchell. But I think logical fans can look at both of these and see the argument for both of them. Ben Simmons has played well the whole season just, just as well as Donovan Mitchell has. So... I mean, I definitely see the debate for both sides. Uh, just a little bit of stat breakdown. You have Ben Simmons, who's averaging 16 points, 8.2 assists, and 8.1 rebounds. Definitely solid stats. You don't see a rookie that often average something like that. I, f- I feel like that's like LeBron-esque stats, which a lot of people are comparing him to. Uh, they did beat Cleveland. Uh, I think it was in Cleveland the other day. Or no, it was in Philadelphia in a, uh, in a battle. Uh, Simmons in that game, 27 points, 13 assists, 15 rebounds, and only three turnovers. So, I mean, even against the toughest opponents, he's still coming in and just banging out crazy numbers. 
but then you got Donovan Mitchell is averaging 20.5 points, 3.7 rebounds, and 3.7 assists. So, I mean, you see the assists and rebounds definitely go to Ben Simmons, but scoring is, uh, you know, four points better for, uh, almost five points better for Donovan Mitchell. So, you look at, you know, some of his good games at at L.A., they beat L.A. 112-97, to which the Lakers aren't very good, but he still throws out 28 points, 9 rebounds, and 8 assists. So he's been throwing out solid numbers as well. I had someone ask me the other day, you know, who, who do I think is Rookie of the Year? And I copped out. I can't lie. I did a cop out, and I said, I think that this will be the first time since I believe it was 2000 where we have a co-Rookie of the Year. Um I think the NBA as a whole is just going to take a cop-out and going to make them co-rookies of the year. And there's going to be some people that are like, oh, that's so dumb. Why would they do that? Uh, blah, blah, blah. You tell me which one you think should be that. Uh, it was the year 2000, and that's the only time that has happened, or that's the last time that it has happened, is the year 2000, uh, co-rookies of the year. I think you can make an argument for either one of them. I really do. Uh, ben Simmons has had a spectacular season. Donovan Mitchell has had a spectacular season. So to me, the only way to really do it is give them both the player or the rookie of the year. Um, you guys, let me know what you think on that. I'm sure there'll be some people be like, "Oh, it's dumb. You can't do that." Give them both the rookie of the year. They both deserve it. And you know, we'll see what happens. Uh, I'm looking forward to the playoffs coming up. I can't wait. I love NBA playoff time. NBA playoff time is one of my favorite. M- NBA playoffs is my favorite playoffs other than uh, the NCAA tournament. Uh, I love the NBA playoffs. It's so much fun. So, guys, keep liking, keep sharing. I promise you I'm going to start pumping these back out again. Uh, I may start throwing out a couple more episodes a week than just than just two. Who knows? Maybe I'll do three if I can get some good guests to come out. Uh Keep liking, keep sharing. Uh, I've heard some some stuff from people that you know they're pissed I haven't been putting them out. So this one's for you. I heard from I heard that you've been saying it. So here's your episode for for today. I'll get another one out to you sometime at the end of this week. Uh, hopefully with some good signing day stuff and maybe some good uh, commitments from some grad transfers or something. So guys, keep liking, keep sharing. Enjoy this one. Uh, Hopefully we'll have some good weather this week because it's been crazy here. So y'all have a good one. Peace.